0: Well, hello there, people of the world. (laughs) Are you ready to get spooky? I hate it. Greg shagging said no, but I think that in this instance, no means yes.
1: I think that Halloween is the absolute best holiday ever. Uh, Duh, hands down. I'm so excited to be doing an E for Effort Halloween podcast. Welcome to our E for Effort super spooky Halloween special.
0: I'm Kristen. And I'm Alex. And we're here to scare the out of you. (laughs) Yeah, you like that? I liked it. Good. Well, yeah, so obviously Halloween is coming up. When this comes out, Halloween will be two days away. Yeah. Yep. We can do math. Good math. And um, we are super excited to go over... Some of our favorite scary spooky things that we would like to discuss.
1: I'm going to be honest in the spirit of honesty. My dog is making noises in the background and you're probably going to hear him throughout this episode. Just pretend like it's a ghost. He is all black. So if he was a cat, it would be the perfect addition to this podcast. I mean, he does have white on him though. Listen. I would say probably mostly black. I can't with you At least 90%. Listen. Anyways, he is currently trying to help Greg record this episode. He thinks that he is a sound engineer. And he is, he's not, but we're going to let him have it for right now.
0: But here's what we want you to do: unless you're driving, close your eyes, get in the mindset of Halloween. It's foggy, it's dark, it's a little damp. (laughs) It is a little damp. That's what I think if, of when I think Halloween. If you're where we are, it's definitely a little damp. It has been raining in Chicago for what seems like ever. Right. Um. So, yeah, it's spooky. It's dark. Maybe there's a tombstone nearby. I hope there's a full moon wherever you are. Oh, oh no. Shadow, please don't. <laughs> Shadow's going to freak I out. I realized as I did that there was an actual dog right next to me. <laughs> Greg's petting him. Greg's such a champ. We don't mm-hmm. pay Greg enough. Or anything. So. Nope. Nope. Um, we are going to scare you. Hopefully we're going to intrigue your mind, body, and soul. Hopefully we're going to open your mind to ghosts and the paranormal. Listen, everyone raise your hand if you think ghosts are real. Alex and I's hands are both happily raised. Greg is a, Greg is what we in the paranormal world call a hater. And you know what T-Swift says about haters? You gotta shake them off. Right. Shake it off. Because ghosts are real. And I've seen ghosts.
1: Look what ghosts made me do.
0: Are you ready for it?
1: The clown? (laughs) 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 Guys. And no one ever listened to this podcast
0: again. And our subscribing rate went down to zero. Cool. Bye. Bye, mom. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So ghosts are 100% real. 100 I agree.
1: Yeah. I completely agree.
0: So um, what we're going to start off this podcast doing is telling our very favorite ooky spooky scary stories. No. Now, granted, these are not real. Like, I'm pretty sure mine's from, like, scary stories to tell in the dark or something.
1: Definitely. So where mine's from as well, and I don't really remember all of it. So I'm going to tell you a very abbreviated, possibly... Made up, made up story. What's
0: cool about what's cool about urban legends are so I know that my story is probably from some weird book somewhere, like tales tell in the dark. Mm -hmm. But I heard it from my friend, who heard it from her friend, who heard it from her. So it's like it's all about like how these things that oral tradition, like how things. Oh my gosh!
1: While we're talking about this, though.
0: Oh my god! Tell me, Greg specifically told you not to lean into your mic, and you just did it.
1: He really listen. You know what? I don't listen to Greg. I'm down
0: for you. Yeah.
1: I don't listen to Greg 97% of the time, especially when it comes to matters of like my health, my mental health, dating, the heart, all these things. He don't, I don't listen. It's okay.
0: Well, regardless. Don't to your mic. Did you hear I me? I think gonna... <laughs> on
1: our Instagram we should post that video of the <gasps> real life ghost. Okay,
0: Alex's friend of a friend saw an actual ghost. Like it is recorded. We will definitely post it. We'll post it to the, the Instagram. It's the spookiest spookiest thing I've ever seen.
1: You think that you're watching really cute dogs, but no, if you pay it's close a trap. enough attention, it's a trap. there is a straight up ghost that runs by the background. Yeah. Um and it it gave me chills. I didn't sleep for a whole like, 3 weeks probably.
0: When you so her front backstory, I'll tell it. This is exactly how stories get retold and told wrong. Right. So the way I understand it is, Alex's friend of a friend was, like, house-sitting for her parents, mm-hmm. right? Her parents were out of town. And she was taking a video of the dogs for her parents. Right. And she texted it to them, and they said, like, what, like, get out of the house right now? Or, like, who was that who is that, is that just that in the walked house? through the background? So, it literally, you can see a actual, now, here's where the debate starts. I think it- the person looks see-through. I do, too. Like, you can clearly like if you see through this person. Now, the argument could be made. It's very shadowy. And that person was clearly moving pretty quick and pretty light, like, quietly, because you can't hear him.
1: Either way, she should have gotten the hell out of that oh. house because there was either a serial killer in there or it's a ghost. It's terrifying.
0: It's so freaking scary. It gave right. me chills when I saw it. We'll post it on Instagram. It's super, super scary. Which actually And it's being, real. Like, it's real. Alex right. actually knows this person- This is not one of those fake hoaxes. No. It's a real video. It's a 100% real video. But... Uh, Did you see that video in the Ireland school? No. Oh my gosh. There's this school in Ireland. We'll post this link to the show notes too. um, That this like CCTV camera caught a straight up poltergeist... Opening and slamming lockers, opening and slamming doors, throwing stuff around. Like, no. if this is faked, I don't know how they did it. And I, I watch a lot of scary, spooky ghost stuff. I hate it. So I'm kind of an expert. I hate but all no, of that. But no, seriously, you have to see it. Like, I'm waiting for that to become a hoax, but I'm praying it's not because it is so scary. It, and it goes on. It happens at 3 a.m. <laughs> the witching hour. And it goes on for, like, a long time. That's like, too insane. long. Someone should have been there and stuff. Why doesn't, like,
1: the Ghost Adventures team go to investigate that place then?
0: I I mean, they might, but what are the odds that the one day they're shooting or whatever, they're shooting, that's when the ghost strikes again? Like, what are the odds? They're so small.
1: But I used to love Ghost Adventures so much. My family and I, we would sit around and watch that, like, when we were super bored, and we would make a fire.
0: Is that the one with the bald guy and the dark-haired guy?
1: Yeah, it's with Zach Bagans and Aaron Goodwin, I think.
0: So when Blockbuster rest in peace, was going out of sale, I straight up bought, like, six, like, seasons of Ghost Hunters. I yep. have Ghost Hunters International.
1: No, this is Ghost everything. Adventures. It's like,
0: uh, if there were... we're about, those are the douchebags. They're like, fight me, ghost. If right. you're such a ghost, why don't you come and fight me, ghost? Exactly. They no, were like, no, that's wrong. You need Ghost Hunters. Right. Ghost but, Hunters is where it's at. They're real. They're legit.
1: But this was way more entertaining because no. it was like, if... Frat boys went into the a, a haunted house or a quasi haunted house and were like scared shitless, but pretending that they were so brave. It was the most amazing thing. I'll, in every single episode, there was an EVP, and yep. and it always was like, and they'd be like, you can clearly hear that they said, say, "I hate that we Zach. killed
0: all the children,"
1: <laughs> and it's just like. It's basically just, like, static, and it's probably one of them talking in the background.
0: Regardless. Well, you, know you know it's the freaking intern that they're like, hey, come here.
1: We're talking <laughs> to this. And say, like, huh. The comedic value himself. of that show was amazing. And every once in a while, there no. would be something that, like, actually no. scared me. No, But we, it was so Ghost enjoyable. Hunters. Here's the
0: best part about Ghost Hunters. Here's why Ghost Hunters is better. They basically, you called them. So you would say, hey, ghost hunters, we have this creepy school in Ireland that pretty sure is haunted. And they would go in and they went in scientifically. Like, they didn't go in assuming it was haunted. They actually go to debunk hauntings. Hmm. So they go in and they're like, okay, could this have opened because of a wind draft that came in here? And they try all this stuff out and they take all this evidence. At the end of every episode, they like sit down with the person. Like, so say you're the principal of the school, they would sit down with you and be like, this is what we caught. This is what was creepy. This is what we debunked. This is how this worked. And you do that with that what you will. Like, I wish so
1: much that I could do an Irish accent right now because I would have had some sort of smart-ass joke like, oh, or response. Oh,
0: but you haven't seen what I've seen with my <laughs> eyes. I oh. can't do it. Greg is impressed. Yeah, I he's see, easily I, impressed. I That's why he does a lot this of for who's free anyway. And the Irish drinking song, so. Not a big deal, but a big deal. Um, so what we're going to do for you on our spooky Halloween scary episode is, like I said, tell our very favorite urban legends, Alexandra. Would you care to grace us with your story first?
1: Well, okay. So the one that I remember most from being a kid is the girl that always wore the choker.
0: Oh. Do you remember this one? Yeah, I remember this one.
1: I don't actually remember the story. I just remember that there was a, a young girl. She's a beautiful girl. And she fell in love, and her boyfriend... Wait, girl?
0: Like, we're talking, like, adult girl? I don't know. I don't like I don't remember. Say say woman. She was, like, a young woman, though. Okay, but so say young woman. Girl makes me think, like, 12. You don't need to be having boyfriends at 12. If you're 12 and you're listening to this, how? It's explicit. And number two, don't be having boyfriends. You're 12. Go... I don't know. I was, like, catching toads when I was 12. I had my first boyfriend at 12. (sighs) I mean, I probably did too, but like we didn't do anything other than like hang out at school. Like, real boyfriend. We wrote each other love.
1: No, but we wrote each other notes and it was romantic. Okay,
0: fine. Like, I wrote my boyfriend at 12 notes too, but no.
1: I think I I don't like it. Say young Mm -hmm.
0: woman. Say young woman, please. Fine.
1: Okay, so she was a young woman. She fell in love. So her boyfriend at the time was like, Why let me untie that necklace that you wear around your neck? And she was like, And she like freaked out. Bad news bears. And she was like, Uh uh. Don't touch that choker, and he was like, "Okay, cool. Can we still do it?" And she was like, "Yeah, just don't touch the necklace." So then eventually they get married, and every year he would be like, "So can we take that necklace off yet? Are you gonna wear that to everything that we do?" And she did, and she was always like, "No."
0: She, she, what kind of necklace was this? Was it like a cloth? Did she wash it? So much sweat. See, that's what what I think.
1: Imagine like a ribbon choker.
0: Like, yeah, you. Maybe she has... Okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep going.
1: Regardless. Yeah. Eventually, she gets to old age. She's about to die. And... As we
0: all do. Right. Circle of life. And her
1: husband's standing there, and she unties the choker, and her head falls off. <gasps>
0: What would but okay, but just like what would you do? <laughs> Honestly, I don't I would, know. I would shit my pants. What I don't do? know what think I about, would do. Like you're like you know saying goodbye to your grandmother on her deathbed. It's a very emotional time. Your whole family's <laughs> there. It's awful. You're sad. You're gonna miss your grandma, and your grandpa unties a bow around her neck that you've seen your whole life, and her head falls off. What I would you know. do? I would, I would pass
1: out. I would have a lot of therapy.
0: Yeah. You would never trust anyone ever again. No. Anytime you saw a necklace, you'd probably scream and wet yourself. I think that's accurate.
1: Like Shadow just did. I was to say,
0: Shadow wears a necklace every time I see him.
1: <laughs> Shadow? Shadow was What's just- What's under that collar? He was just so freaked out that he shook yeah. with fear.
0: Yeah, duh. That was a great story, Alex. Thank you.
1: It wasn't. And that's all I remember from that story, but I remember it vividly.
0: Okay, so here's my favorite. Mm. And it is one of those urban legends that like, people tell like as if it's real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's definitely not. It's not real. Um, (laughs) so spoiler alert. It's not real. Okay, I'm gonna get into my storytelling. Tell me everything. So there's this woman, and she's driving home from, let's say, work. She's a working woman. All right. Working nine to five. on a way to make a living. Okay, I'm sorry. I took us out of the scary. Back in the scary fog. A little (laughs) damp. Nighttime. Guys, why is it so funny when I say the word damp?
1: It's not, it's just funny that that was my descriptor.
0: No, it's 100% right. It's always damp on, it's always damp. I know. Anyway, okay, fog, damp, night, dark, (laughs) spooky. There's probably a pumpkin somewhere, you Mm -hmm. know? One of those kinds of days. Mm -hmm. So she's driving home from work, right? And she looks at her, all of a sudden this light starts flashing in her car. Oh, Oh you told me this one is so good. Is she gonna break up is she gonna break down is everything okay oh it's just her it's just her gas gauge she's low on fuel That happens to us all the time would she rather not be pulling over for fuel at nine o'clock at night she works late she's a lawyer she's got a lot of job stuff to do hmm. work sounds important super important um, and so she pulls over to this gas station there's a trucker in the the Gas area next to her. <laughs> Guys, I'm serious. It's a scary story. There's a trucker the in gas, the gas thing next to her. And, you know, she smiles and waves. She's polite. She's nice. She's from the South. She's from Texas. She's nice to everybody. And, um.
1: If she was from Texas, she'd have a gun and the problem would be solved right then and there. I actually can't with you because not all Texans
0: drive around with guns. Like, what, Greg? This is the first count. She made fun of me one time already. Listen, Greg, at, Greg lived in Texas, at and he gave you the same look, She made so. fun of me once already. So, okay, so she pulls over. She's at the gas station. Trucker, she says, hi. Hi, nice to see you. Hi. Um. She fills up her gas. Everything's normal. She gets back in her car, and she notices that the trucker stops filling up his tank. Like, mid, mid-fill. Like, there's no way he was done yet. He's got, like, a huge, like, tank, you know? So the trucker pulls out yeah, behind he her into truck. Yeah, he does. So she's on a two-lane highway. Sorry. Super, super old, dark back Texas roads. No lights. And so she pulls out into the into the highway. Trucker pulls behind her, flashes his lights on. And she looks up and she's like, Whoa, why is he flashing his lights at me? That's so weird. Lights turn off. She's like, Okay, good. Like that was just weird. Maybe he was just saying bye. She drives a little further. Lights come back on. She looks up. She looks around. What's going on? Like, why are his lights flashing on? The whole way to her house, this trucker is following her right behind her. Lights flashing on. Lights flashing on. Every so often. Not at the same time. It's not like every two minutes. It's like two minutes here. Wait a little bit. A minute. Wait a little bit. A couple minutes later. So finally, she is so freaked out because he's followed her for miles and miles and miles. And there's no way that he needs to go to like her small little subdivision to deliver, I don't know, Kroger or whatever his his groceries. Mm. And so finally she pulls over in front of her house. She's so freaked out. She gets out, she slams the door. She runs up to her doorstep. The trucker comes screaming out of his car. wait, 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 wait. Call the cops, call the cops. And she looks at him like, call the cops from what? From you? And he was like, no, every time I flashed my lights, it was because a man was in the backseat of your car with an axe ready to cut your head off. Whoa. The trucker saved her. That was a twist ending I was not expecting. You were expecting because I told you that story before, but that story scared me, right? You knew it too, Greg? Browser <sighs> well, probably knew it. But how scary is that? That is really scary. That really okay, scared so mine. That story I heard when I was like 10. Mm-hmm. Seriously, every single time I drive, I tur- I have to check like I oh, check my entire car. Yep. Because you know what's scary about that story? Real talk. Real Halloween talk. <laughs> people do sneak into cars and steal stuff while you pump gas. You should always lock your door while you pump gas. There have actually been numerous accounts of people getting attacked, people getting their car broken into, especially if you're one of those people that like leaves your car and goes into the place and buys water yeah. or a soda. You should always lock your car when you're pumping gas.
1: Honestly, I hear the same thing with ATMs.
0: Okay, oh, uh, yeah. well, duh.
1: Well, I mean, obviously, aside from trying to steal money, people get a exact, kind of deal. You're not because
0: you're not paying attention. Right, they catch you off guard. It's that element of surprise. And if you think about it, where do people probably come in the most? Like right at that front. Corner where if you're on the back corner of your car, right, pumping gas, you're not going to see someone coming in the other side. Mm-hmm. As a woman, I would say I'm genuinely scared to do like anything most in the things, dark. right? Anything so, in the dark, yeah. 100%. So
1: stories like this really don't help. That that um, well, that story feeling. was
0: fake, so don't worry.
1: But <laughs> but it all comes from somewhere. Have you not work. learned anything from lore?
0: Okay, so I'm obsessed with lore. I've been listening to that podcast. From the very beginning. Like, I love it so much. It's so good. If you don't listen... If you like ooky, spooky, scary things and you don't listen to Laura, what you are, are you doing? messing up. You are it's messing so up. It's so good. I've been trying to get Alex to listen to Lore for mm, about the same amount of time I've been listening. She's not into it. Then all of a sudden, they get a TV show and it's great. And now Alex is on the Lore trade and
1: Alex loves listening to Lore. I do. It's the best, actually. I listen to Lore while I walk my dog. Well, how so it's would you like do that?
0: I can only listen to Lore like in the mornings on my way to work when I'm happy and chipper and there's light outside. Right, I can't listen to Lore at nighttime. It's I know. Scary. I, I love to torture myself. Apparently, so you know I'm probably gonna listen to Lore on the way home.
1: It's so lie. great though. It it is the same really thing. Good. I would listen to my favorite murder in the dark as well. I would, oh yeah, because I'd be driving home from like your house in the middle of winter listening to my favorite murder. Yeah,
0: because they're not like scary. It's I
1: mean, like, everybody dies in that show though. Yeah, but
0: I don't know something. What kind of about the, the supernatural aspect of lore? Is like creepy. Yeah, you know, like and Aaron Mankey's voice. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it is like like smooth scary butter.
1: It's not the case file voice, but it's it's good.
0: Well, because case file is inappropriate because. It is a he's a hot voice. Yeah. He's talking about such horrible things that happen to real people.
1: I would say the sword and scale guy kind of takes honorable mention in that. Sword situation. and scale guy
0: is good. I hear he's I hear he's a little iffy in real life. People have a lot of problems with him. I like Sword and Scale. I don't I know. I do too. I don't he know makes either. Us bad the people. content I really like. It's
1: good. I think it's I like think having he's, really, he's well researched. He's very he presents it well. It's like having Ezekiel Elliott on your fantasy
0: football team.
1: Like, you don't have to like the things he does, but if he's a good player and he's getting you points, is it really that bad?
0: Yeah, it is that bad. That's <laughs> a totally, we'll talk about that when we come to football. <laughs> Alex and I have a very different opinions on whether or not Ezekiel Elliott should be on anyone's fantasy team ever. And every dirty point you score with him, you deserve to lose a thousand times over.
1: OHIO. OHIO. He's a Buckeye. That's why I like them so much, I think. Oh,
0: Oh, it makes it even worse. Anyways. Anyways, so scary stories. That's our favorite. Those are our favorite scary urban legend stories.
1: Okay, can I tell you a real life one that I have? Please, tell me now. Okay, so I wasn't actually born yet at this time, but it's a story that has been passed through my family for I don't know how long. (laughs) Okay. And by I don't know how long, I mean literally my mom told it to me, so I know exactly how long. Cool. Um... So my aunt and uncle used to live in a house by the train tracks. The train tracks add nothing to the story. I just think it makes it a little creepier. If you're not
0: from Chicago, um, everywhere here has train tracks. I don't know. Growing up in the South, like the train tracks went through a real specific part of my town, and it was literally like the other side of the track. Like that's a real thing. And this, like, there's not train tracks everywhere. In oh, Chicago, here there there's are. train tracks everywhere. Yeah, just want to point that out. So it's not like she lived in some kind of crazy area. Like they're just there everywhere.
1: Right. So um, I have two little cousins. I'm just kidding. They're older, significantly older, but they were little at the time, at this they were time. right? They're I bet you. you know little five and seven year olds. Oh, the babies.
0: The babies, right? I almost call them girls.
1: Anyways, they weren't girls. They were I'm just saying they were that's the age I think of when
0: I think of the word girl. That's
1: not right. Anyways, so the boys would play in the basement with my aunt.
0: Nope. Already hate it. Right. Already hate it. (laughs) And they were
1: they were obsessed with Star Wars. They were obsessed with all these things. So they'd be playing with their little boy things in the basement and all of that. Stop (laughs) making that (laughs) face at me!
0: Uh, It's not what I meant. God.
1: Anyways need a second so we to need come like back a s- from that yeah okay so they would be playing with like star wars things and things in the basement it was great Yeah, yeah, yeah. and think then of all of a sudden they would hear like a door open and close upstairs like the front door and then heavy boots walking
0: Mm-mm.
1: and they would think that their father was home from work so much so Spoiler alert. that they would be like oh my gosh dad's home Dad. yeah, so they would nope. run upstairs and no one would be there and the drawer would be locked. So I hate it's not it. like someone was breaking in and like spooking everybody. Like, just,
0: who? Uh, okay, criminals that break into places, let us know if you just ever break in and walk around to be creepy. Right. No one does that. That's a ghost.
1: Yeah, it's pretty ghost like. So, anyways, so um, they would go through babysitters like uh, water as well. Like, yeah. it was insane. They couldn't keep a babysitter because in the room that the boys shared, um, you could hear heavy breathing at night. So the babysitters would tuck them into bed oh and you would hear like a heavy breathing and then my mom would babysit them. She was the baby of the family, so she was always on um, sitter duty, which was great because she loved them. And we all did. Um do. They're not they're not dead. I don't know. We love
0: them when they were five. We love them when they're twenty five. We love them. We
1: all love the them time. now that they're in their forties. They're great. We love them. Um anyways I don't know
0: of them, but I love them.
1: They're great. I babysit their kids now. It's great. Awful oh, circle.
0: Full circle. The
1: circle. Yeah. Of life. So, my mom would be babysitting and she would be reading them bedtime stories. I oh, do. And you could even hear someone walk into the room and it would go as far as uh, you could see a divot in the bed where someone sat uh, down uh, uh, next to you. And you would feel the energy change. That's straight And up you would. Yeah, you would feel it and you could, yep. you could see it. So, um,. It turns out, I don't think it was disclosed to them uh, at the time of the purchase, it was probably, I don't know, the 80s, so maybe you didn't have you to do that at to. the time, yeah. um, that a man died on a respirator <gasps> in that room. <gasps> Hence the heavy breathing. <laughs> oh, God. And the sitting on the bed, because he would oh, sit down bad. to, you know, go to sleep. To slowly die. Right. So there's that. That's Guys, fun.
0: Shadow can tell how freaked out I am, so he's literally licking my face yeah. to make me feel better. He
1: came know. and comforted Thanks, Kristen. 80s. I don't know. Thanks, I, think, so I don't mean, know. it was probably also the 80s, so I don't I don't know if that story is true or not, but that's what everyone tells me. So I don't know if they are telling me that because I am the baby of the family and they just want to freak me out or if it's real. Either way, I don't ever it's want terrifying. to go to that house. Either and way, they moved. Never going there. Right.
0: You have to move. You have to. Like, That's what do you do
1: five. at that point? You, you
0: cry. You never sleep.
1: You run out of that house. You go to the nearest police station and you sell that.
0: Yeah. That's mean, all you yeah. do. You can't do anything else.
1: But also, on that, actually, one night I woke up and I felt like someone was brushing my hair. And I swear to God I saw my grandma brushing my hair. In that house? No, it was a different house. But yeah. Nope. So ever since then I've totally believed in ghosts. I have no doubt my grandma really came to visit me. So creepy. It was at three o'clock.
0: My grandma used to say that she could feel my grandpa come and sit with her when she did her prayers. Isn't that weird? That's horrifying. I hate that. And she's like devout Catholic. Like prayed every single... She had a prayer book. She prayed every night. If she's telling me that that's a ghost, I'm buying it. I'm picking up what she's putting down.
1: Agreed. Shadow's really freaked out again now. He went back to nibbling on his toy because he is. he's trying to calm himself. So if you
0: hear like a small, faint squeaking... Squeak? That's what that is. <laughs>
1: that's, thank you, Kong toys, for calming my dog down.
0: Yeah. Kongs are actually pretty... We'll talk about them on pets, but yeah. Kongs are pretty legit. Um, okay, so now I'm going to read you... The spookiest thing you could ever do. It's called... The most dangerous game is what it's called. It's the midnight game. Love now, it. we wanted to do this in college so bad, but the problem is you need an actual wooden door, which sounds like crap to me, Like, but I, you apparently do. Okay. So... You need to play with at least one other person. I can't un- understand in any context why you would play this by yourself. Like, maybe you hate yourself, I don't know. But <laughs> I would definitely need moral support if I played this game. So basically the story behind this game is that um, it was like an old pagan ritual to punish people who betrayed the gods. Or I don't know, something scary. But it's like, it's a punishment. Mm-hmm. So what you would do is... Side
1: note, my best friend once was... Uh... Dating this guy who was very, very religious, so and she wasn't a big fan of his friends, so she told them all that she was a pagan.
0: (gasps) That's hilarious. It didn't go well. I don't think people actually understand what pagans are, definitely not. And it (laughs) wasn't great. I mean, they probably thought that she was a witch, but it was pretty hilarious. I mean, listen, if you're gonna take anything too seriously, you get teased, right? It's just the way it is, like that's great. The way the world works. Agreed. Okay, so here's what you need to play the midnight game. Are you ready, Alex? I'm ready. You have all your stuff ready? I think. I you don't know. Need... I don't know that I have a each door, person but... needs a candle. That's important. So each person needs their own candle. Okay. Can Shadow play too? Uh I don't think Shadow can play because last I checked he doesn't have opposable thumbs and he can't light a candle. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, unfortunately. You're out, you but... do I feel I feel silly to have to state it, but you do need opposable thumbs okay. to play this game. Right. Um, so you need a candle, you need a lighter or a book of matches. Now, uh, if when you read further into this game, a hundred percent get a lighter. You don't want that shit to run out. If you run out of your if you if you run out of matches, you're tr- you're screwed. Hmm. Don't do it. Get a lighter. Okay. You can have a book of matches, but get a lighter. You need a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Need some kind of a writing implement. Mm-hmm. You need a pin. A wooden door that's a closed, a pin, like to prick yourself. Oh, I thought you were trying to say bad. Nope. I'm sorry. I really did. That's really mean and hurtful and so did Greg and that's fine, but I meant pin. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. My accent is not that bad. Guys, we're going to put up a poll to see if you guys think my accent's that bad, but I don't think it's that bad.
1: Sorry. Shadow is really going
0: ham on this toy right now. So then you also need a wooden door that's closed and salt. Okay. Now, this is the invitation. Are yeah. you ready? You need to begin prior to midnight. That's important. The final part of the ritual has to be performed at midnight. So you have to begin prior to midnight, okay? You write your full name, first, middle, and last, on the piece of paper with your writing implements. So, like, What's your okay? middle name? My middle name? Mm-hmm. Jane. Okay. Yeah. So you need to write your full name on a piece of paper with your writing implement. Then you prick your finger with the pin. That's I'm out. confused with a pen. See how I say those two words different? A pin. I can't, or a I can't pen. do it. You prick your finger so that a little blood comes on, mm. and you squeeze your blood onto the paper. Ooh, blood. Blood is pretty big deal in blood? Like that kid, remember that YouTube video with that adorable little kid that was like blood? okay, it's funny. Go look it up. But <laughs> It's really cute. But the blood is important. Blood is important for a lot of magical rituals. Like, blood magic is, like, really strong form of magic. So, um, you you, you pierce your, your skin, drop the blood on the paper, and you allow the paper to soak the blood in. Then you... T- this is the part where I'd be out. You turn off every single light in the house. Nope. Now, I don't know if you're like me and you watched one too many scary movies when you were a kid, but, uh... I'm terrified of the dark. Like so scared of it. I couldn't I couldn't handle it. Turn off every single light in in the house. Then you place the paper with your name and the blood in front of the closed wooden door. Okay. So you put the paper down, close the door. Then um you take the candle and the light and you place it on top of the paper so that it burns. I think. Yeah. Yeah, you light the candle. So here's what you do. Put the paper down. You light the candle. You put it on top of the piece of paper. Close the door. Um, Then you knock on the door 22 times. It's important. Oddly specific. The final knock must occur precisely when the clock strikes twelve. So if you're like me and you're like really like into timing, I would probably start this whole ritual, like give myself like 15 minutes, like the name and the pen and the blood. And then you time it out. You know, first couple knocks. It doesn't say how long in between each knock. So you knock on the door 22 times. The final knock must be occur exactly at midnight. Then you open the door, you blow out the candle, and you close the door. You then relight the candle immediately. Congratulations. You have now invited the midnight man into your home.
1: Why would you do that? To scare yourself,
0: Alex. Oh. Uh,
1: get into it. I'm into it. I'm just, I'm trying to figure out why, why I want to do this.
0: This is the part in the art of the Wikipedia article that calls it the main event. <laughs> Keeping the I know, I know. Keeping I the candle it. in hand and, and salt by, okay, so the salt is important. Gotta keep that salt on hand. And the matches in the lighter. You begin to move around your home. Should your candle go out, this is where it gets, this is where it starts to happen. Should your candle go out, you must relight it within the next 10 seconds. You have 10 seconds to relight your candle. If you are successful, you can continue moving around your home. Do not stop moving until 3.33 a.m. So you have to continually move around your home, keeping this candle lit until 3.33 a.m. Now you may be thinking, "Uh uh-oh, Kristen, what happens if I can't relight my candle in 10 seconds? What happens if I'm an idiot and I don't know how to light a candle? (laughs) Well, here's what you do. You have to immediately surround yourself in a circle of salt and remain in there until 3.33 a.m. Now, if you are like me and you watch a lot of the television, the hit television show on CW Supernatural, Mm. you know that salt is what is up. Salt keeps away demons, keeps away like basically all the scary stuff in the dark. You make a ring of salt, you stay put. Do you know what else is on the CW? No. No. Not...
1: Not on Halloween. I love Riverdale so much. Not on
0: Halloween. Oh my God. How
1: <laughs> dare you? How dare you? This is Halloween. Okay, I'm sorry. This is
0: a time for spooky things, That's stupid Riverdale.
1: Riverdale is a spooky show. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Anyway, if you watch Supernatural, you're really excited about the prospect of making a salt circle. And you probably also know about Riverdale. No you don't because I watch Supernatural and I have been watching it since the Bloody Mary episode in season 1 that scared the hell out of me that aired in 2005 and I've never seen Riverdale and I'm proud of it. Anyway. At 3.33am it is safe to stop moving or to step outside of the Circle of Salt. You may also turn on the lights. The game is over. Okay, so that's the game. Okay. Now... Each person, so like if you're, if like me, Alex, and Greg were going to play, we would each need to do our own invitations. We would each need to write our own name on the thing, have our own candle, our own salt circle, etc.
1: Greg, what's your middle name?
0: Patrick. Nice. Patrick. I like it. Mm-hmm. Gregory Patrick. Strong names. Mm-hmm. Um, So the invitation, so basically what you're doing is you're inviting the midnight man into your home and he is a dark entity that is scary. So you want to avoid meeting him. Um, so continually moving around your home will make it easier for him, will make it more difficult for him to find you. So should you stop moving, he'll probably find you, which is kind of scary. Um. What does he do if he finds you? He, like, he blows out your candle. Now, should you fail, um, should you fail to perform this, like, you, you can't get rid of the Midnight Man, um. He will basically, I'm pretty sure, suck you into, like, a ring of darkness and despair forever and torment you with your worst nightmare until you die screaming. What would your worst nightmare be, you think? Oh, just sitting in the dark forever, alone, in nothingness. Mine would be balloons in the wind. I, what the <laughs> hell? That is so weird. It's Alex is surrealist. deathly afraid of the wind and balloons. I can't. Like, more so than she's afraid of, like, clouds, which is normal. Everyone's afraid of clowns. No. Yeah. It's super weird. So wait, here's how you can tell if the Midnight Man is by you. The temperature suddenly drops. You hear a soft whisper. Oh my god. If we were playing this game and someone was softly whispering, it would kill them. That'd be terrifying. Right.
1: Shadow!
0: Oh, Shadow is eating your pokeball. Shadow! Poke bad Shadow. Shadow, you're such a dick sometimes. Oh no. Say, Mom, no, we're paying any attention to oh, me. Oh my god. Okay. How Sorry. much did you get to eat? Not a lot. Oh, Shadow, not nice.
1: Okay, that's a mean,
0: Shadow. Well, I mean, but dogs' mouths aren't that dirty, right? No, it's definitely going to <laughs> Greg just was like, uh, "Yeah, they're hella dirty. Throw that away they're immediately." A what a jerk. Um, okay, so um, here's what you're not allowed to do. You can't, you can't abort the game. So if you make it to 3:33 a.m. The Midnight Man will leave your home and you are safely into the game. If you don't make it to 333, he's stuck in your home forever, so don't do that. Okay? I'm listening. No, you weren't. You were on your phone. I was listening to you. That's the Midnight Man game, and I want to play it one day, but I don't have any friends that are ballsy enough to do it with me. I just
1: don't think I like the idea of inviting more stressful things into my life.
0: I mean, but the midnight man—he just goes away if you do everything right. Theoretically. What that Actually, is the like? Article, it says don't assume he goes away. That's kind
1: of where I'm away. at. Where it's just like, but what happens if, like, I do do everything right? But suddenly, that's the day that my lighter is like malfunctioning.
0: We'll get a better lighter. Have a backup lighter. Well, I, I don't know how to help you. Like, skate better. Light skate. better. Great. Thanks. You're super welcome.
1: Um, do you know what your Salt reference actually made me think of? What? Hocus Pocus. And it, it's truly, it's uh it's a major scene in Hocus Pocus.
0: I wouldn't know because I've never seen Hocus Pocus.
1: Okay. Salt is like the crux of that movie, I feel like. At one point, this, I don't know, 18-year-old virgin, 15-year-old virgin, I don't, he can drive, so he's got to be older than 16. He's at least 16. Um... Uh, anyways, he's he's trying to hit on this girl from school, the pretty girl,
0: Aww. and
1: he doesn't believe in ghosts or spirits like Greg, and <laughs> um, all this stuff happens. They wake the Sanderson sisters up. They are three witches that used to steal the lives and suck the souls of children in their town. Anyways. Anyways. So, Allison, the hot girl, her mom just happened to be the curator of the museum before it closed down. How
0: convenient. Right.
1: I'm not going to give away the whole plot. Regardless, the sisters come back to life, the witches. Mm -hmm. They're at their house later. Max, the virgin, the hot girl, their little sister. They grab salt. On the back of the Morton salt package, it Mm -hmm. says something along the lines of, used to keep away spirits and ex-boyfriends and he goes what about current boyfriends and nice. it was smooth just like move, yeah buddy. max that was smooth but anyways she uses salt later to spook away the the witches
0: yeah salt is really powerful right when it comes to scary entities
1: it was just reiterating your point i had to explain the plotline of hocus pocus um to kristen because somehow she has never seen this movie.
0: Guys, I grew up in a really... I would like to blame it on my really Christian household, but that wasn't true because I watched the shit out of Harry Potter. I don't know why I've never seen Hocus Pocus. I, I i feel like I should. As a true millennial, I feel like I should, but I never have. And now I feel like I'm at the point where I'm too old. No. Like, I, it won't be as endearing to me anymore.
1: There is never because I, I a heard too it, like, late point.
0: Didn't it, like, bomb when it first came out? Like...
1: I went to see it when it first came out. My father it and I went. Well. I,
0: don't, I was you like went to five
1: at the time. I have no idea.
0: I'm just saying. Why my
1: parents took me to see that five, I, think it's like a I don't cult really classic. Know, But I, but think I love it. it's like it.
0: a good movie, is it? Oh, I think
1: it's a great movie. It was Kenny Ortega. He later did High School Musical. Shout out. I don't know. I loved it. I Sarah mean, Jessica Parker, Bette Midler. I can't stand it. Kathy Najimy. I love Bette Midler. How
0: are you going to say no to those
1: people? I know.
0: I don't know. I, I'm happy to see it. It's just, it's never...
1: We're going to watch it on Halloween.
0: Okay. Sounds good. We'll
1: We'll watch a really scary movie and then we'll watch Hocus Pocus so that we can sleep. Yes. Deal? Deal. I bought it at the $5 bin at Target, so. Okay. Cool. I'm in. So on that, what is your real life favorite Halloween scary
0: movie? Okay. So my very favorite, um, okay, so I have two ways to answer this question. The scariest movie I remember seeing is The Conjuring. Yeah. Like, The Conjuring was hella scary.
1: I watched that one, like, as a TV movie with all the lights on and all my windows open yeah. during the middle of the day, and I was still terrified.
0: No. My best friend Chelsea and I went and saw that together, and we literally had to get up and leave the theater because, like, I was feeling nauseous. I was so scared. Yeah. It was super – with that, like, yeah, bullshit? Yeah, no, no. Absolutely not. Um, So, number two, my actual, like, favorite scary movie – which sounds super pretentious and annoying of me. And I know, but it just is. Um, it's a Spanish movie called El Orfanato. Um, translates to the orphanage, if you couldn't tell. And, um, it is about this woman who, um, has a son with, um, I think he has HIV.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, he's an orphan. And so she starts this orphanage to raise him with other orphans. And they like buy this old place in somewhere i I assume like spanish something i don't know it's in spanish so it's subtitles which some people find annoying i don't mind so much and um and so she starts this orphanage for him and it's like haunted by this like spooky scary we call him sack face he's like this ghost with like a sack on his head it's super scary and like the little boy goes missing and they assume that the ghost took him so this like mom has to like go to these ghosts and like get her son back and it's Oh, it's so scary. It's really hmm. spooky. It's not it like, like it's like jump scary, but it's like spooky. Right. So if you're if you're a fan of like spooky kind of scary horror, check it out, the orphanage. I would
1: say my Okay, I think the scariest movie I've ever seen is The Strangers.
0: Oh, uh-huh. oh my god. That, the Strangers and, to this day if I yeah. just look into an empty like street or a dark area, I see someone standing there because of that movie. That movie is so terrifying. It
1: it messed me up so badly. Oh my
0: god! And it's it's not based on something real. If you hear the real story, it's based on. It's based on this guy. Like someone knocked on his door and asked for someone weird. And I thought
1: it was out. based on the Manson murders.
0: So it's kind. It's inspired. So the actual like inspired by the the guy who wrote it or directed it or whatever did actually have someone knock on his door and ask for some weird creepy person that was like really drugged out Hmm. and he was like uh no no one's here by that name and so I think he just kind of like based it off of different murders and things like what would have happened if that scenario happened with, like, a Manson murder scenario. Right, right. So it is kind of inspired by real things, but it's not an actual case like that happened.
1: Either way, I still – I just think of the name of The Strangers, and I oh, get scared. I terrifying. can't. Terrifying. Yeah, it's it's horrifying.
0: It is so scary.
1: I would also say, though – it's not my favorite scary movie by any means, but um, my aunt and uncle used to have a lake house, and in the house next door to theirs, they were filming the new Amityville horror like the one with Brian Reynolds, and, like, you would hear, like, screams in the middle of the night because they were filming, and it was just, that really creeped me out, so, like, seeing it live was, or in the movie theater was pretty cool, but, um, the Blair Witch Project,
0: actually. Oh, the Blair Witch Project's so scary. That
1: one really messed me up. My, um, best friend Rachel and I, we saw it way late, like, way after the hype had all worn down. They were probably on, like, the third movie in the series. Yeah, I saw it when I saw in, it like in middle school. right. And it was two my guy friends that were like, oh, my God, we have to watch this movie. Like, you guys have never seen it. How have you missed out? So we watched it, and we were absolutely terrified. So we walked to our cars that night, and we're driving, and our friend decided it would be really funny to freak us out and run in front of our car. And I cannot tell you, oh. we screamed so loud you could hear us over the brakes just, like, screeching. It was... Yeah. Not
0: I am, funny. I hate people do that because, okay, so this is a funny story. kind of like that. My, my ex-boyfriend and I uh, in high school went and saw um, that Mark Wahlberg one with the plants.
1: Oh, my God. Do yeah. What was, what was that? The called? happening.
0: The happening. Yeah. Okay, so you Where remember- Where the wind is the villain? I can't. <laughs> oh, my so God. So do you remember how you could tell that you were affected because you would, like, stop moving mm-hmm. and, like, start walking backwards, like, weird and slow? So I dropped him off because- um he didn't have a car. So I dropped him off at his house. And he was like, okay, bye. Like, you know, and turned, he turned and walked to his house. And then he stopped. And he, like, slowly started walking backwards. <laughs> and because I had just seen that movie, I started, like, screaming. Like, I was so scared. And I was like, wait. This movie was so stupid. Like, Mark Wahlberg's in it. Right. And I hate when people do that. When they, like, try and scare you with something. And it's, like, it is terrifying. It is.
1: It really is. Okay,
0: so this is my other favorite question to ask. What is the, like... Because, like, we both, Alex and I both love, like, horror, true crime, scary Mm -hmm. things. What do you remember was, like, the first scary movie that you remember, like, seeing and, like, really got you, like, into horror and true crime and scary stuff? Hmm.
1: I think, honestly, it was Unsolved Mysteries. Yes. I would watch that as a kid. It would be on Lifetime for, like hours at a time
0: yep and during the day
1: and i don't know who was letting me watch it honestly like probably
0: you were just like homesick yeah i think that's 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 probably what it was yeah
1: and there was an episode there was a ghost episode that really messed me up and i remember there was another one about a couple that was just staying in a motel Uh -uh. and they got like fucked up by some weird serial killer that was never caught and that oh from then on i was i was done for
0: So, I have two. I have a really, really, really early memory of my friend Brandon's older brother. I'm talking like I was like five. Mm -hmm. My friend Brandon's older brother watching it, like the original it. Oh,
1: Tim Curry. And, um, love him.
0: Brandon and I were hiding behind the couch because we wanted to be cool and watch it. Right. Uh, But we were not ready. (laughs) It was terrifying. Uh I was so scared. And I didn't even understand what was happening. Right. I didn't understand the plot. I just remember being terrified, and to this day, I'm terrified of clowns. Right. And then the the memory that I remember, um, like actually remember, the first scary movie that scared me was um, and again. I was watching like through the you know, but my parents were watching The Sixth Sense. Oh and yeah. I used to get so like embarrassment yeah. about me. I used to get night terrors a lot as a kid. So I I would sleep with my parents a lot from the ages of like you know seven to like ten like I was old I was too old to be eating night terrors mm. I went to therapy about it it was a whole thing <laughs> Halloween Town played a huge part of my night terrors
1: my um, movie is still garbage
0: <laughs> so I remember I would had a, I'd had a night terror one night and I went down to go find my parents and I heard the TV on so I sat like on the stairs overlooking the like living room totally watching The Sixth sense and I came in on the scene where Misha Barton is throwing up that's when I learned what munchausen's by proxy was i was like eight i was so young i was so little Mm -hmm. and i just remember being like terrified i was so scared because one she was a ghost and two her mom made her sick and then i was like oh my god is my mom gonna make me sick what is happening oh my gosh and ever since then i've been obsessed with ghosts and true crime and mostly munchausen's by proxy cases blow my mind like that's so fascinating to me
1: it's really creepy right yeah I will say, my parents were, like – I feel like my parents were really badass. Like, they would – there was a haunted walk that we used to do in my um, – in the town that we grew up in. And they would have my little sister in the stroller, and we would go through it. And it was just, like, a bunch of, like, spooky scenes yeah. all set up. And I remember doing it again when I was older, and I was terrified. Yeah. So, it was, like, why was how I doing was I this at do five? This yeah. And, like, how? Um. But they, we would do that, and then we would go to, like, haunted houses, and we got really into Halloween as a family. Like, that was, like,
0: our thing, I think. Okay, so I love haunted houses, but I've never been to one.
1: Oh, now I'm so terrified of them. I need like, to go. We I need think to go. that I just kind of burnt out on all things scary when I was a kid. I don't know.
0: I need to – we need to go.
1: I can't. I can't do it. I, we went so, – when I was in Palms, we would compete um, all over – and we competed at Six Flags during Fright Fest. And I remember we were all in our, like, girly-ass little POM uniforms. And we went through the haunted house as a, as a troop. And I think they just thought it would be hilarious, like, the, the people working in the house to, like, really lay That's it on thick thing. for us. Because yeah. we were, like, the most basic bitches at 13. Thinking we yeah. were so cool going through this haunted house. Uh, yeah, no, I've never been through one again, because I was so terrified. It I was, it was intense. We got chased with a chainsaw, like, all these things, and I was like, nope. I, I've maxed out on my no. haunted house. I hit my, my ma- my quota for life. Right. So, uh, so I'm good, but thanks. Um, so maybe Greg will take you.
0: Greg. No grudging, you said no. Fine. I'll go by myself.
1: What are you going to be for Halloween? I don't
0: oh, know yet, yeah, we haven't decided yeah. Which is bad because it's like in a couple days.
1: I know, us too.
0: Well, please tweet us pictures of you and your Halloween costumes. Oh my gosh! Please, we please, We want please. to see them. Our social media is. Uh, let's
1: just go with Instagram. Well, Instagram and Twitter at E is for Effort Podcast.
0: Yep. And um, subscribe, rate, rate, and review. Um, we like to hear from from everyone. Mom.
1: If you're the Germans listening, please. Again,
0: we can't stress enough. DM us. Tell us how, why, more about your lives. We want to know everything.
1: Awesome. Hey, Greg, are we trending yet?
0: Mm, Nope. Oh, he had us going there for a second. So close. Bye bye. Bye.